Hey, hey, welcome to another episode on Talk with Fresh Podcast. For those of you that are new, my name is Precious or Fresh for short. Today we are discussing the topic, what makes you special with a guest. Our guest today is Faith Benjamin Maman. She's the founder of Faith Moves Foundation, which recently turned six years. She's also a YouTuber and a tour guide for Cara's Day Out and a fashion designer at Cara's Luxury. She loves to travel. Shopping is therapy tip to her. She loves learning new things and meeting new people. I think it's good to have you here, Faith. But a quick question. How do you manage all of these things? <laughs> um, the funny part is um, I, I decided to do things I love. So most times I don't see them as me working. I just see them as me doing stuff I love. So it's not that heavy. Um, you know, there's a thing that said... Um, when you love something, it doesn't get heavy. Like if you love something, you don't see this the the struggle that you have to go through and everything. So for me, it's just me doing what I love. So I enjoy doing them. I don't get to get stressed or tired of doing them. Mm. And like I said, for me personally, Faith Most Foundation is is my baby. I see it like a child that I just give birth to. And you know when you give birth to a child, you don't get to remember the pain, the struggles, anything. Anytime you just give birth to a baby, the thing that you're concerned most about is you've seen a baby, you've seen a child, and you, the satisfaction on your face alone will take over everything you've ever had to go through. So everything I do comes out of a story or a place of love for me. So I don't get to see all the problems and the troubles I have to go through, actually. Because at least at the end of the day, I touch a life, and that's the most important to me. Yeah, that's very, very important. But there's something you said when you just started talking. You said something that gives you joy. Is something? Is this just your personality, or you know, there are different kind of personalities. Some people that they can't just manage stress, and some people they just don't have the capacity to do multitask and do a lot of things. So everything that you that I gave as an intro of what you do is it because of the kind of personality you have, or just just you or passion. Uh, I think it's, I don't know, no, I can't say it's a trait because everybody decides and like wants to rest at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But I remember even when I was still flying until I resigned, like people still wonder how I tackle everything, still fly, they come back and I'm still holding a book. I'm still the old school. I have a phone, but I don't jot things down on my <laughs> I always carry a book. <laughs> yeah. I always carry a book with me wherever I'm going and a pen because sometimes then when you're doing the most careless thing, that's when you just get an idea that just drops into your head yes. and you want to just sit down immediately. That's true. Yes. So, yes. So most times when I come back from work, um, maybe my colleagues, they are in my room, they want to talk and they see me with book and pen. Be like, mm, this one is when you want to talk. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> and then one day, I remember one of them asked me, how do you do these things? And I told them three things. Actually, the first thing is that for Fake Most Foundation, most people don't know. You know, everybody just assume I am a butter. <laughs> I am a butter. You understand? <laughs> so, and um, I'm not disputing the fact that at least to some extent, I found life easy for me. No, I'm not going to start rubbing that. <laughs> it's all hard work. Yes. But at some point in my life, when my dad decided to resign from his work and said he wanted to go back to pastoring school. 
<laughs> it was war anyway. But then he did, and he went back to um, his pastoring school. And for the first time in my whole entire life, I was sent out of the class for school fees. And school fees were not much. <laughs> That's the funniest part. It was in Kogoro. <laughs> And it was very, very, very. Was that very, secondary very, very school? Was that secondary school? No, primary, primary, primary school. Okay. I was in primary three, I think, or primary four, primary four. And that was the first time I was asked to leave the class. And I saw children jumping, like they're excited to go home. But then, me, it's not normal. Like, this is somebody that normally they pay my fees like the whole year before even I start coming. So it was awkward and I started crying. And I, I'm sure people laughed. And I started crying. I cried all through to my house. And my dad said something that stuck. He was like, don't worry. With time, you would go to any school of your choice and you do any degree to the time that you said you don't want to do it again. Mm. And it stuck. But then there, there were times that to get um, three score me became a problem because my dad was the kind of person that didn't really believe in too much investment and all that. He believes that money is coming tomorrow. You, you get so he yeah. spent a lot of money so we we struggled at some point and then something hit me if i had both parents and i could still struggle to go to school still struggle to eat you get then how about people that don't even have these people around them wow or don't even have a plan of the next where the next meal is coming from or they don't even have a dad or a mom or even if they do they don't even have like a tangible job, you understand? Yeah. Like it actually fed for them and his and their siblings with school and all. So that was what actually that was the birth of Fitmos Foundation, by the way, since when I was I think primary four. But then I could not start it because I'm still a baby, obviously. And the thing kept bothering me until in fact all my life, till I left. We didn't stay in Kaguru for long. We left, I think, barely a year plus or so. And then we came back to Kaduna. From Abuja to Kaguru, Kaguru to Kaduna. And when we got to Kaduna, things obviously started coming back to place and everything. But then that thing kept bothering me. Like, if I could be this hungry in my life, then I don't know how people... It, yet it, it, it opened this side of my life that I felt like for the fact that I'm eating doesn't mean that the next person beside me is actually eating this tree square me and is happy, you understand? Yes. And every time I move along from secondary school. In fact, in my university at some point, people started calling me Mother Christmas. Mm. They tell, yeah, because people took advantage of the fact that you cannot ask me something and I have it at that point and mm. I will not give you. Yeah. So everybody comes, even if, even, if, if, even if they do have something with them that they could actually be fine, they still come to ask me, hey, Faith, can you do this? Can you do this? At some point, I give out my transport and trek home. It was that funny. And... It's, it's it's just a calling for me. I don't I don't say I started Faith Most Foundation. No, I used to say I was called to that because to be sincere, if you look at it, some of, some of the things I do, even me, I'm amazed because I don't know how I do them. It's just God doing doing His things through me. That's how I see Faith Most Foundation. And I remember when I opened my mouth after university and told my dad I wanted to start Faith Most Foundation, he laughed. In fact, everybody in my house laughed. And the first thing he said was, see someone that has not feed himself wants to feed a street. And then all of us laughed about it. But it's stuck in my head. And I think the first Fitness Foundation I ever did, which was 22nd of April 2016, was the biggest, has been the biggest ever. 
it was the first, but that was talk that I went extra miles. I did a lot of stuff. Like favor just came in from different places. And when he saw seven bags of rice coming into the house and all, he was amazed. Was like, wow. <laughs> so yeah. he, I made him believe that I can do it and I can do more. If imagine him now being by my side and giving me that push that I need. You understand? That yeah. first event actually touched my dad that till date, my father didn't joke about it. Like after that day, in fact, he he said the day of the um of our program, he said all the cars in the house, including the truck, is for Faith Most Foundation for that Saturday. <laughs> I'm going to fill them. And yes, <laughs> going to fill them. In fact, he gave me the money for the registration. All only him. He said that is his wow. own donation. Because he was moved. So, but I had to do something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to actually show him that I can do this thing before he he believed in whatsoever I, I do. And then for car luxury, I've been postponing car luxury. Though I did a lot of selling and buying in school too. Um, I did, I was a personal shopper in school at some point. I, I, I did a lot of things basically in school, a lot of buying and selling okay. in, in school. So car luxury for me started from university, but I didn't take it serious until like two years back. I think 2019, three years back that I started with the ready-made clothes. But at some point I said, no, I want to have a brand. I want to be like Gucci and all, you understand? Yeah. I want to have a brand <laughs> where people can wear my brand even in Nigeria and outside Nigeria. That is the plan. But the plan of Fakemos Foundation for me was to build a head-to-toe store whereby you can just walk in as casual as possible and you can go out as glammed as possible from uh, car luxury, which is still the aim, but I had to start somewhere. Of course, I don't have the fundings for now, so I had to start somewhere. That's why I started with the clothing first. And sometimes I do some, some other stuff, but the clothing is like the main thing for now for car luxury. Mm-hmm. And for car luxury, I discovered that I'm a talkative kind of, Yes, when I want to talk, <laughs> I, I find people that call me snobs and I'm a snob. I find people that say I'm arrogant, I'm proud, but you don't expect me to just get into a place that I don't know anybody and start making noise because I want to be seen as someone that is fine and okay with people, you understand? Yeah. I have to have something to talk about, then I will talk about it, but I cannot just get into a place and start talking anyhow. That's how I see it, but of course, people can see things the way they want to. That's how I this so for cars they are i just found that i love to travel yes traveling actually is my hobby i i can say anywhere that traveling is therapeutic to me and that's when i get most of the ideas about anything i'm doing in my life when i travel when i see nature and all and culture i love culture too so that's i now said fine let me just day out was to just vlog about my travel my travels and all but then i kept getting questions from different social media about how to become a cabin crew, what are the ways of doing this, how did you get your first job? And that was not the intention of cars there. But then I say, fine, let me just talk about this thing so that I don't have to be explaining myself for everybody that comes to ask about cars, um about how to become a cabin crew. I was tired at some point, definitely explaining for individual. So I just created a video about it. In fact, I think it's the highest viewed video in my YouTube channel. Okay. How to become a cabin crew, yes. Okay. So I realized that people want me to go professional that way. So I started talking about um, how to resign without burning bridges. Basically, my YouTube, I talk about my life, kind of. Okay. But then I also put other opinions and also research that I get from other people and then I put it back on my YouTube. Okay. 
So that's just it for me. That's the three things I want to do. <laughs> so I don't feel like talking, I open my YouTube and talk. <laughs> well, cool. That's just it. One thing that I actually did check your YouTube channel before I reached out to you to be a guest on this podcast. I want to, that's why I chose this topic. What makes you special? Because I noticed a sort of uniqueness about everything you do, even on your Facebook and your brands and everything. I think there's one suit you posted recently. I think your friend is a birthday. I was like, this suit is a killer. I was like, there's just something, <laughs> there's just something unique about, um, about you and the way you do your things that really fascinated me. That's why I just had to step forward and say, Hey, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? And let us discuss what makes, um, an individual special so moving on to the uh, next question i have is that how um does someone discover that uniqueness about themselves how does someone discover the uniqueness first of all i feel like to discover your unique self um there are a lot of steps you have to take because you can be thinking this is what makes you unique and actually that's not it it's just a random thing that you do so i feel like one of the things you should do to discover your uniqueness is to actually ask friends and family you understand what do they think about you when they see you what is the first thing that comes to their head you understand when they see faith what what actually can someone say this is what faith can do you understand and what what's actually uh, what i do myself that nobody else like when they see me they know that ah this this definitely has to be fit. take them down so that you can go through over them again. And then the third point is to write about the things that you love to do. Because sometimes those things that you love to do can actually be part of the things that make you unique. So just jot them down and then you still go through them. The fourth point is what makes you authentic? What makes you feel authentic? Like, um, you know, when there are some things that you do instantly, your brain tells you this is what exactly so so person would have done in that position. You know, yes. like this is you now doing something that someone has done. It's not you. Yeah, so you can sit down and actually think about what makes you authentic. What makes you feel authentic? What are the things that you do and you feel like this is you? You're not doing anybody. This is you doing it. And then the fifth point, I, I want to point out at the last point for now is imagine your perfect work day. What, imagine that perfect work day. What are the things that you do that made it perfect for you? I think you write, write all these five things down. You can tell what exactly and where exactly you have all those unique things that are authentic to you. Mm. Cool. Thank you very much for outlining. I'm just taking notes myself. <laughs> well, um, Faith has shared a lot of really useful tips that if you're a good listener and somebody that likes to take action, you'll be able to know that you just sit, sit sitting down and reflecting on all these things. You'll be able to find out something unique about yourself. The first point is that you should think what the impression people have about you. Not all people think oh, the impression people have about you when you walk in that, oh, this is um this this is precious. She's working in here. She's not going to just be somebody that will make um silly jokes, which I don't. She's going to be somebody that wants to uh, that are going to talk and make people feel better about themselves. So the impression people have about you really does matter. So that could also be a pointer mm-hmm. to what you can actually do really well, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and mm-hmm. I want um if you if if you are following, you know that there's a similarity between um what Faith has said and about herself. At the beginning, she said she's someone that likes to talk. And that personality trait helped her to be a very good um 
uh, tour guide and a YouTuber because somebody that don't like to communicate properly to be to be a struggle to be a youtuber honestly and to be consistent but somebody that is very energetic and full of life there's some kind of um roles or responsibility or, or career that you thrive in so it's very important if you are listening that you identify what makes you unique about yourself and thrive on it mm-hmm. so um final question yeah. final question final question now when you when you discovered the what the uniqueness about yourself, how did you leverage on it? We understand that you said you're a cabin crew um, attendant, right? Flight attendant, right? Now, um, leveraging on yes, yes. And you know when you finally discover your uniqueness and what makes you unique and all it can be for example that you like let me just use myself for example i i love to talk i know i love to talk i have accepted the fact that yes i can be seen as a talkative i feel the best thing to to do for yourself is to acquire more knowledge so that when you open your mouth to actually talk there are signs coming out. You understand? You're not exactly, exactly. Yes. Noise. Yes. <laughs> and, and yes. I'm making noise. And you have to also tell yourself that oh, for the fact that I love to talk does not make my opinion the ultimate. Yes. It doesn't make it right always. So you have to accept that part of it because I can tell you that as a talkative or as someone that loves to talk, when you feel like people are not listening or taking in whatever you are saying, you get offended. And some of the reasons that you might get offended is because you already convinced yourself that whatever you say, you're saying is actually the best. You understand? So when you start telling yourself that whatever I'm saying might not be the best, and I can also learn from other people. And there are times that even as a talkative, I need to keep quiet and actually listen to other people talk. It's the best for you. It will help you. It will go a long way to help you because as you, 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 you can't always be talking. You understand? You can't always be talking. And that's why the good part about knowing your uniqueness is to be able to now know the, 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 the strength and the weakness of those uniqueness about you. And then for you, you go around, you hear people that say, I love saying my mind. I love saying my mind. I don't be through corners. We understand that you love saying your mind, but there are places that you go and say your mind will beat you. You understand? So you have to know when and how to actually control. And that's one of the major things why you need to know what you're unique at and what you're good at, you understand? So that you can also know the weakness and the strength of that thing. So that when it comes to when is your weakness, you can actually handle it and be fine with it, you understand? There are places that, to be sincere, you need to go and keep quiet and don't say anything. Yes. No matter how you love to talk. And there are places that, no matter how you are you are raw, according to, there's the word they use for it, sorry. Straight to the point, I, I say things the way they are. Yes. <laughs> I've forgotten the, the name. I have to have a name for them. As much as we know that, okay, yeah, very straight mind. to the point. Uh-huh. You should always know that one is the straightforward one that says things the way it is and all. You have to learn that when we are in a public place, I can't just say things the way they are to my friends. It might be offensive to them. No, be a I 
you can do that because the friend understand that but when you're in a public place you have to tame your mouth tame your tongue and be quiet to some extent yes because that is your friend and sometimes even you can do that thing that can even hurt your friend because imagine your friend actually does something that everybody established the fact that it's actually wrong do you know that you can defend your friend at that point and then when you put it together you can now tell your friend what exactly why you feel like he shouldn't do it or anything you understand but there yes. are places that you actually know how to tame your mouth and that's why I tell people it's good to actually know what you're good at and everything and your uniqueness so that you can actually know the strength and the weakness of those things yes. and then in times of the weakness you can actually now exercise strength and to do all those things you have to actually seek knowledge you have to read books you have to develop your skills you have to enhance my own parts now sit down and to identify my major weakness my major strength and to build on them you know we, we don't just have weakness because to show that we are weak but our strength complement our weakness because if without weakness we'll be perfect and there's no perfect being everything you've said and all yeah and all these steps that the way your life is i just like the way everything is so organized like the cars day out is about this is focused on this the cars luxury is focused on this you know the problem is that many people want to be involved in a lot of things but they don't know how to find that balance like you don't have to find that balance that okay this is what i want to do like you are your um everything you are doing is on different different is different aspect this is fashion now and this is um content creation or this is influencing and it's two different mark um um niche and there are people that struggle to find balance and i really wanted to just lastly just share how to somebody able to find that balance because honestly right these things take out somebody's energy if you don't know how to be consistent so your final advice now, I want you to share with people listening. How would, how would anybody listening find that balance, remain consistent? Yeah. Mm, yeah. How to leverage on your uh, uniqueness. Yes. I think I, I also, I also shared a light on it. Yes. Um, and um, but let me just round it up before I I talk about the other one. So one I said developing and mastering what you've you're good at. That's acquiring more knowledge. That's how to leverage on your your uniqueness. Yes. That's one point. So for example, like I talk about the talkative a talkative can be a motivational speaker after acquiring knowledge, you know. Of course. That, and he'll be good at it. He or she will be good at it because yes. why? He loves to talk. And, and so on with um, entertainment, sportsmen, sportsmen and all. They, these are all people that found their uniqueness. Oh, I'm a good runner. I can run very well. Let me go and run. Let me run for Nigeria. I understand. These are people that actually leverage on their uniqueness. This is what made them themselves. You understand? This is what they do. And if, they, if you ask them, it's not work. To wake up in the morning and start running is... What gives them joy? You mm. understand? So now it's no longer a work. And I always tell people, find what you're good at. Find what you're, you're, you're good at and do it every day. And you don't, you wake up every day to actually do what you love to do and get paid for it. 
So you don't see it anymore as you working or stressing yourself. You understand? Because to be sincere is that the truth about the matter over the years, one thing I've realized is that when you love to do something, you don't see the load that comes with that thing. And that's just the truth. So when you find those uniqueness, it's a good thing to leverage on them. You know how to sing. Become a good art, um, artist. You know how to draw. Of course, now you're a good artist. You have a very good body. Bodyguard suits you. Modeling suits you. And all, oh, you understand? You have to know what makes you unique and actually make money from it. I say make money from whatever that makes you unique. You can actually make money from it. If only you acquire more knowledge and develop yourself more on it, you can actually make more money from it. That's why I'm going to stop there. And then, how to find a balance? The truth is you need to not do everything. You can't do everything as an individual. When we accept that fact, it's going to help us. There's no how you can do everything as one person. It's not possible. So um, for Faith Most Foundation and um, for Kara Luxury and finally for Kara's Day Out, let me use myself as an example. How I manage is this. When it comes to Faith Most Foundation, I set up a calendar for the year. What I want to do is so, so months. What I want to do is so, so, so months. What I want to do is so, 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 so months. You understand? And then when I put all those things, I carry, um, Kara Luxury. It's something that we don't have a calendar for. You understand? It just happens. And for Kara's day out, it happens mostly when I travel or when I just have a free time, I can stay in my room and decide to just record. So it's way easy to do this thing. So when you think about this stuff, eh, you see that most of them cannot just even affect the other one. Yes. They are just like that. They are standing on their own, but at the same time, they cannot affect the effects of those uh, of that other one. You understand? And to be sincere, if you know me personally, you know that I prioritize Faith Most Foundation than anything in my life. Because Faith Most Foundation is truly the love of my life. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. Fitness Foundation is the love of my life. I but See, once I see people smile and courtesy of me, I am satisfied, even if I don't eat that, that day. <laughs> I am satisfied. And that's what makes me happy. And that's what I really focus on mostly. And aside that, aside that, it's really a problem for me because I find a way to balance everything. That's just true. I feel like when you're going into um, a lot of stuff, you want to join a lot of things. You should actually look for things that can correspond and things that you love to do. So when, see, there are times that to be sincere, I will not lie to you. In fact, Fake News Foundation, sometimes I record videos. I do my YouTube videos while, like, while on um, a program or a visit to any place. So those are some of my contents. You understand? So you have to look for things that actually align, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Okay. Let, let, let them go. Let them intertwine. Like, intertwine. You can actually do them effortlessly. And there should be things you love, please. I used to say, if you don't love something, don't even venture into it because it's going to die. <laughs> that's just the truth. It's not go far. And that's why we have a lot of company. For the fact that we can register company easily these days, you see someone has registered more than 10 companies. Oh, God, who are you? How many people? How many is you? <laughs> How many is you? Where can can you be in ten places at the same time? And you see that the things that they are registering are actually taxing. Like there are things that would take much of your time. It's like me going to start another company, knowing fully I have fake most foundation right now. 
like a full-blown company where I need staff and all. It's not that one. I'm deceiving my own self. That's just the truth. Because there will be one that would actually take my time and one that is going to... Um, so that means there, be, there, there must be someone that is uh, something that I've prioritized. And then if you have the money to employ people, it makes the work easier. Now you just get to supervise. In the time. You just get yeah. to supervise. But even with that, supervising is draining. It's draining too. So you have to actually go with things that you feel like is... In fact, let me even tell you a story. At some point, I had... I, I, I had a dream that I want to be a photographer. I want to, I want to, I want to be a photographer. Yes. I, I want to be a, in fact, I, I want to be a lot of things. I want to be a musician. <laughs> I want to be an actress. I want to, oh, well, to me, growing up, I had a lot <laughs> of things that I want to do. But I, I got to a point that I had to tell myself, no matter what, I have to cut it down to three. And I didn't want it to be more than three. I didn't want it to be more than three. So I gathered everything back to three. And even for the cars day out, I, I am presently organizing tours for some places. And I want to start a camp night for it because I realized that everybody wants to travel or hang out in a place. In fact, I'll be in Kaduna. Somebody from Lagos is calling me, please, where can I hang out? I have so, 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 so. And I'll be laughing like, as per. <laughs> <laughs> I So I realized that a lot, of, I get calls like that actually. So I want to also venture in that and also see if I can make money from it all under Caralox right now. So now I want to start like organizing trips for, but me, I want to focus only on honeymoon for that. Um, uh... Just, <laughs> yes, on, yes, on honeymoon strictly and it's still under my Caras day out. And then, um, the camp night. Yes. The camp night I intend to do. I think I already have one for November 26th. If I'm not mistaken. Yes. November 26th is going to be a camp night. I don't think camp night is in an above actually. And it's going to be in fifth choker. So those are some of the things I want to do for car luxury now. And I'm planning on going for a course on that tra- tourism and travel and all yeah. because I love to seek knowledge every time before I do something. And that's what I encourage everybody to do. Mm-hmm. Before you do something, sit, think about it. Is this what you want to do? And then I start thinking about it, seek knowledge for those things. After seeking knowledge, that's how you get people to actually take you serious in life. That's just the truth. Because if, for example, expatriates are coming into the country, if you don't have a certificate, trust me, they won't want to work with you because they see you as an incompetent person, no matter the achievement you've made. So you have to have a knowledge and have a certificate for that particular thing. It encourages and gives people trust that it can work with you and you know what you're doing, actually. You understand? Yeah. The one thing I tell people is that before you venture into anything, please, you, you need to actually sit down and think whether this is what you really want and you're ready for every challenge that is going to come with you because if, if I tell you there are no challenges, then I'll be lying. So you sit down and actually think about it if that's what you want. All right. Thank you so much. Our time is almost up. Thank you so much, Faith, for coming. In fact, guys, I think we will bring her back again because she has a lot of things to share with us. We have to drink from her wisdom. Thank you so much for <laughs> thank you so much for being here, guys. As usual, link link will be in the description below to reach Faith and everything she's all about. Thank you so much, Faith, for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.